Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. Today's story is a little bit crude. So if you don't like potty humor, it's best to give this one a skip. We've been off for the summer and now we're back with story walks. And this is a story we're recording at the end of summer walking along a little creek. And it is a story of a beautiful princess and a handsome prince. Once upon a time, long, long ago, there was a princess who was known as Princess Tudorhusen. Princess Tudorhusen was a very, very beautiful princess. You would think that every prince throughout all of the nearby kingdoms would want to marry her, but they didn't. And she did not know why. Princess Tudorhusen was always so very, very sad. Oh, why do none of the princes want to marry me? She said. King Tudorhusen looked at her. I don't know, my little princess. It is a mystery, he said, before he let a very delicate toot escape. You are a beautiful princess. I would think all the princes would want to marry you. Pfft, he tooted again. It makes no sense to me. Through eyes filled with tears, Princess Tudorhusen looked up. I know, Papa. <laughs> she tooted as tears rolled down her face. Meanwhile, the ladies-in-waiting looked at Princess Tudorhusen. They knew why no one wanted to marry her. She couldn't stop tooting all the time, every day. Non-stop toots. At first they thought it was a joke and they would giggle when the little girl would toot. Then they realized that much like King Tudorhusen was famous for his enormous farts, his daughter, Princess Tudorhusen, had the same characteristic. I suspect them toots are genetic, said one of the ladies-in-waiting. The other ladies-in-waiting said, what's genetic mean? Now a reminder, this is a thousand years ago before they even understood the concept of genes. But this one lady-in-waiting had figured out that you could pass on certain characteristics from parents to children. 
and she realized that there must be genes inside all of us. Not genes like genes you wear. Genes like little markers that tell your body how to grow and what characteristics to have. The color of your eyes, the color of your hair, the type of teeth you have, how smart you are, how tall you become. For Princess Tutanhusen, it was these toots. Well, one day, as the king, the queen, and the princess were sitting, overlooking the village that surrounded their castle, they saw some knights galloping quickly towards the castle. They were quite worried. What did this mean? The king came out. Knights, what is going on? Why are you coming back? Is there an emergency? The knights came galloping through the village into the castle and the lead knight, Sir Walter Goodnight, came up to the king and said, Oh, king, I think we have a wonderful news. What is the news, said the king? Your majesty, we were exploring the furthest reaches of your kingdom and the kingdoms beyond. Hmm, said the king. That doesn't sound like good news. You didn't let me finish, said Sir Walter Goodnight. We went beyond the farthest we've ever been. We met people and kingdoms we didn't even know existed. You did what? said the king. I didn't agree to that. You did, king. In fact, you wrote it down here for me. It says, to Sir Walter Goodnight. Go and explore the lands beyond my kingdom. Meet new people we don't know about. Signed, King Tutenhusen. Hmm, said the king. I guess I did say that. Your life will be spared. We will not need to kill you for your transgressions. I would remind you, said Sir Walter Goodnight that there was no transgression at all that need be punished. I was simply following your order. For the next 10 or 15 minutes, the king and Sir Walter Goodnight went back and forth about whether the knight had in fact done something wrong or had done something right. The king hated to admit he was wrong and clung to the belief that the knight should have known that the king's written instructions were in fact not what he wanted Sir Walter Goodnight to do. That in fact he wanted Sir Walter Goodnight to spend time in the castle and have a good time with the king. Finally, Sir Walter Goodnight said, Your Lord Majesty, let's put this discussion on the back burner. The news I came to deliver is not whether or not I had fulfilled your wishes, but it is what I found. The king said, What did you find? You wouldn't believe it, but I found many new kingdoms with interesting people. But the most interesting kingdom was the farthest one away from us. In that kingdom, I found a prince who is looking for a wife. And as I described, Princess Tutankusen, the prince, became very excited, as did the king. They believe the princess is a perfect match. The king stood up. This is great news, he bellowed. 
and then did an enormous toot, for the king would often toot as he got excited. Please, Sir Walter Goodnight, tell us about this prince. I will do that right now. I will start by saying I described our kingdom, our castles, yourself, your majesty, and the beautiful princess in complete detail. The ladies-in-waiting looked at each other, wondering, had Sir Walter Goodnight explained the affliction Princess Tutankusen had that she couldn't stop tooting? Sir Walter Goodnight looked at the ladies-in-waiting. He knew what they were thinking. He nodded his head and said, In every detail, I was honest and transparent. The king and his son, the prince, both agreed the princess sounded like a perfect match. The king looked at Sir Walter Goodnight. Tell me in more detail about this kingdom. I will, your highness, said Sir Walter Goodnight. The kingdom is rich beyond your wildest dreams. It's got fields full of grain, orchards full of apples, contented cows and sheep and chickens produce all the milk, wool, and eggs the population could ask for. All this abundant food and wealth means the citizens are very well cared for. They are strong, and the army is able. The king smiled. This sounds like a wonderful kingdom. Furthermore, the king has erected castles throughout his land, although his neighbors have never, ever attacked. In fact, his neighbors stay well away from his kingdom. He has no issues whatsoever with the other neighbors. The king looked at Sir Walter Goodnight. This sounds like an excellent ruler, allowing his people to live a good life with no threat of danger, war. But tell me, there must be lots of criminals. No, your highness, there are no criminals for they have everything they need. It truly is a wonderful kingdom. Everyone has plenty. It's very fair. There's no thieves or murderers or bad guys. It is beautiful land abundant with crops. And everyone recognizes that the king is a very good ruler. But there is one thing that makes it a little bit different from what you would expect. What is this one thing? Perhaps we can add that one thing here to our kingdom and have a similar kingdom of prosperity and tranquility. Yes, said Sir Walter Goodnight. That one thing is, um, it's a little bit difficult to talk about. I'm not sure if I should talk about it. But you must talk about it, said the king. I would like to know what makes this kingdom so different. What makes this king so special? Well, first of all, let me say, it is not just the king that makes this special. In fact, it's every subject, every person that lives in this kingdom. They have a unique characteristic. Maybe I would say a unique 
affliction that they all have. An affliction, said the king. So there's something wrong with them. Do they only have one eye? Are they all quite short? Do they have large noses? Do they have a third leg? Tell me. Tell me, my good knight. Yes, well, it's not like that exactly. How can I say it? The issue with the kingdom, sir, can maybe be summed up in the name of the king. His name, my majesty. Oh, I don't want to tell it to you. Spit it out, sir, good knight. I will have you flogged. Okay, your majesty, if it's under these conditions, it is known as the kingdom of King Tootsalot. King Tootsalot, I don't understand. That doesn't tell me anything about the affliction that people have. Why, yes it does. For each of the people in the kingdom has tremendous toots. What do you mean by tremendous toots, said the king? I mean, the entire kingdom smells like toot, and people in the kingdom never stop tooting. In fact, they can't even talk without a toot coming out. The king looked at Sir Walter Goodnight. He was thinking, and as he thought, he let go of a toot. <laughs> Went the king. He looked at Princess Tutankusen, and she went. The king said, I don't believe you, but if it's true, we must go visit this king. My daughter deserves to be a queen, and she will marry the king or a prince of a powerful kingdom. Start to assemble the horses, for we will make the journey. Three days later, the king, the princess, Sir Walter Goodnight, and many of the most powerful knights left the kingdom of Tutankhusen and went to the Tutsalot kingdom. On the seventh day of travel, they noticed the fields became richer. Why, I can't believe. The fields are all full of wheat. And look at how fat all the animals are. What a land of plenty, said the king. Just you wait. In another 30 minutes, we will be inside the Tutsalot kingdom and you will see. And sure enough, 30 minutes later, the other knights and ladies-in-waiting, they started to mention, What's that terrible smell? They started to cover their mouths, but they noticed their eyes were watering. They covered their faces in scarves, trying to protect themselves. But the smell kept getting worse. Other knights begged the king, King, please, can we turn back? This is terrible. The king looked at the others and said, My knights, Others, I smell nothing. They couldn't believe what they had heard. Sir Walter Goodnight said, King, are you certain you smell nothing? This is the most horrid, atrocious smell I've ever smelt. Truthfully, Sir Walter Goodnight, I find this to be a very pleasant place with beautiful aromas of the field. Everyone looked at each other. What kind of king was this? The group continued for three more days, passing abundant and rich villages. 
contented and plump villagers and more and more productive and beautiful farms until in the distance they saw the biggest castle they had ever seen. The king, the princess, Sir Walter Goodnight and the rest of the party entered the castle. They were treated as royalty, as heralded guests and were escorted immediately to the king's private chambers where they were greeted with hearty joviality. King Tootsalot said, it's a pleasure to welcome you to my kingdom. And Prince Tootsalot bowed deeply and smiled at Princess Tootenkusen. Hello, said Prince Tootsalot. What a joy to see a beautiful princess such as yourself. Immediately, both kings relaxed and tooted, <laughs> as did the princess. And the prince, the knights and the ladies-in-waiting all looked at each other, for this was most peculiar to them. What was happening with all this tooting throughout that day, night, and the following days? It turned out that the two kings became best friends, and the prince and princess fell in love. And while the knights and ladies-in-waiting found the whole kingdom to be the smelliest place they had ever visited, they could not lie, for they recognized the love and the friendship that had developed between these two royal families. At the end of their week in the Tutsalot kingdom, the two kings announced that there would be a wedding and that the princess and king Tutankhusen would stay an extra week. And sure enough, the following weekend, they had the largest and smelliest wedding that the world had ever seen. Princess Tutankhusen became Queen Tutsalot and lived in the kingdom, loved by the subjects and free to toot to her heart's content. And everyone lived happily ever after except for Sir Walter Goodnight, who stayed with the queen in this foul-smelling kingdom and never breathed a fresh, clean breath of air again in his entire life. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.